All right, legends, it's that time again. Another episode of Why Not Art. This is another great guest artist conversation. I think you're going to love this one. So let's get straight into it. Joining me today is Gabriella Rosie, an artist and business owner with an ever-expanding dedication to living a multi-passionate life. From designing and producing a range of products, including the cult classic Bad Bitch Affirmation Cards, to leading the Creatrix Coven and countless other courses and masterclasses, it's Gabriella's mission to empower creatives with the skills and self-confidence required to combine two of life's most delicious gifts, art and money. She believes in being your own biggest fan and that enthusiasm is the sexiest trait to possess. You can listen to Gabriella's podcast, Big Creatrix Energy, on all platforms and connect with her at Gabriella Rosie and GabriellaRosie.com. Welcome, Gabby. It's so nice to have you here. So good to see your face and hear you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for letting me be a little guest on your podcast. Just, yeah, always excited to have chats with you and just about art in general. So, <laughs> so Gabby, one of the reasons that I feel like I really connect with you particularly is because you speak a lot about uh, self-expression, living in kind of every facet of ourselves. You speak a lot about sort of almost making the fantasy reality, being multi-passionate. So how do you see art being able to help us live more fully? Um, well, okay. So I think, you know, like art, art as a word can be like very overwhelming for a lot of people mm. and feel like it's got like a, a lot of barriers to it or that you have to be qualified to call yourself an artist or done some kind of thing to be told by someone else that what you do is art but mostly it's just about like having an idea and creating a thing from that idea which is ultimately like the most accessible thing for anybody to do the spectrum of it is so huge and creating something from our ideas and the ways that we see the world and we want to change the world through creating something is really like the most natural human thing yeah totally like, we've been doing this for forever that's just like the way that we interact with the world and the way that every one of us kind of naturally interacts with the world is through creating some kind of change from it's like conversations that we do if we want to create like more stereotypical things but we just want to create something so it's like it's very natural for us to want to do that um and I find that a lot of things is through our societies, the way we are now, through like a lot of Western, like growings up, we learn to kind of stop ourselves from doing those things and hold these kind of blocks in the way of the way that we want to express ourselves and the way that we want to create things. And definitely for me, it's been about coming back to just being able to create for the sake of it, because I want to, because it feels like the most natural thing and kind of removing all of the bullshit and the noise that's that comes in the way of having an idea and making it into something. Cause a lot of that is just fear-based, whether that's fear that we feel projected onto us of it, us not being worthy enough or, you know, we could talk all day about all the different 
<laughs> blocks that we can yeah. each have. But yeah, it's definitely been about coming back to just giving myself permission to create the things that I want to create because it just feels good. Mm. And do you feel like in the experience of doing that, you've, you know, you, you become more yourself? Absolutely. Like it, from the place of, I always see that like the freeness, if you will, to create really comes down to, are you valuing your thoughts and ideas enough? Mm. So when I look back on times where like I was super scared to like create anything and terrified at the idea of then showing that thing I created to other people, it was like, oh, that was like entirely about how I valued and saw my own like worthiness. Mm. So like through the process of getting a little bit braver and like building my own confidence with creating the things that I want to create and then having I guess the courage to share them more and more it's been so much about becoming myself through that process and seeing myself through like valuing my thoughts like listening to the ideas I have and being like nah this is good enough like you're good you can (laughs) act on the ideas that you have and then yeah so that kind of permission to actually do the things that I wanted to do all along Mm make space for you then to evolve into like oh what's the next level what's after that like what else do I want to say what else do I want to do um and with anything it's like when you build confidence in one area it spreads out all through your life it impacts how you show up Mm. how other people interact with you and I think so much of that comes down to what ultimately is just like our expression yeah us wanting to be seen yeah, yeah, completely. And one of my, the other thing I was going to ask you was, you know, what does art have to teach us about life? And you've kind of just alluded to that, you know, once art teaches you confidence or it teaches you one thing, it's going to filter into other areas of your life. What, how do you see that sort of play out? Yeah, with like art teaching me about life for sure. I mean, I think so much of like when we're making stuff, we just, we want to be seen by other people and when we're whatever we're creating even if it seems something that's like not super personal or super vulnerable and it can literally just be like I baked a cake (laughs) and it's like it seems like kind of like basic and simple but really like we're creating that thing because we want to share it with other people Mm. we want other people to look at the thing that we've created and we're really making something that's internal and transforming it into external that we want to share with other people so no matter what it is that we're creating the end goal is always like connection in Mm. some way Mm. it's always like I just want people to see me and it's kind of taking those things that are internal, the way that we're thinking, the way that we're feeling, how we want to see other people even, and like turning it into a thing somehow, like figuring out how to alchemize all of these emotions and feelings and like transforming it into a thing that we can share and other people have the ability to experience that thing. It's all just like a really complicated way for us to communicate each other. It's amazing. (laughs) But it's the OG way of communicating with each other, right? (laughs) Yeah, because like as much as you can try and like explain and like hyper-intellectualize like how we're feeling internally, most of the time it's like, well, actually 
a specific like combination of colors will explain how I feel way better than I can find the words to. Mm. And that's how like, you can see all the different mediums that people, you know, like naturally lean towards. It's like, that's their strength of transforming what's internal to external. Yeah. And like, that's just super exciting to me. Just like seeing the different way that people's brains work and how we can transform a certain feeling into something to share with others is it's alchemy like it's the coolest thing it is it's it's wild it's absolute wizardry and I think one of the other things that I really see you standing for is um yeah this kind of big bold bad evolutionary kind of I used the word before kind of fantasy energy I I do really see you standing for that and you know so many people connect with you on that because it's almost as you said, giving, you've given yourself permission to express yourself the way you want to. Um, but it gives the people who watch you permission to go like, oh, you know what, like that really bold part of my personality that maybe I've squashed down for whatever reason um, is okay. And it's actually badass. And it, it's actually much more part of me than, than maybe I've been allowing it to be. And really living in our boldest expression is is living at the highest um, energy, right? Absolutely. And like, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of us were always like turned on by the people who are, are weird in their own yes. way. <laughs> like so very much themselves. Like I know you love David Bowie. You've got a picture <laughs> of him on the wall and he absolutely embodies that like, I'm obsessed with fucking Kanye West. And he is someone who is just himself. Like he expressed this, there's minimal bars between like what he's thinking and what he's saying. Most of the time to the detriment of everybody, (laughs) but we don't need to go into that. But like throughout like pop culture, there's always these people um, throughout history. Even there's people who like, fucking embody what they're saying and do it in like big ways. Yes. And I think even if you're someone where you're like, oh yeah, I'm not ready to be like one of those people, seeing that as an option is inspiring to like everybody. Yes. And yeah. the more that we get comfortable with creating things and expressing ourselves and becoming ourselves through all of those processes it's like we get to align ourselves not with like oh how can I be more like Kanye West how can I be more like David Bowie it's like how can I be more like me like the point isn't to express what they're expressing it's to remove the bullshit so you're less afraid to speak like honestly to say like no this is what I want I want this thing and like I don't care if someone thinks like it's stupid or it's not a thing to want. Like, it's just what I want. And most of the time it's like, you don't necessarily have to agree or understand why somebody wants something or why somebody wants to live a certain way. But it's like, oh, that's permission for me to like want the thing that I want that might be a little bit weird Mm. or like the way that I naturally act, which is weird. Like it's, yeah, it's permission, it's proof. It's like, yeah, leading the way through just stripping away the bullshit mm, stripping away the bullshit and the taking everything so I want to say seriously but seriously is probably the wrong word like taking everything as a prescription you know you have to live a certain way want a certain thing go from a to b to c 
And to see people like Kanye West, David Bowie, doing what they do and speaking the way they speak, like you said, almost like unfiltered between thought and expression. It also just, I would challenge anybody, regardless, as you said, of whether you understand what it is they're doing, whether you like what it is that they're doing, but you almost can't argue with looking at a person doing that and going, holy shit, the wild stuff is actually possible. So the weird things or the wild dreams or it doesn't even need to be a dream, but just to be able to see visually what people like that create, like you cannot help but be inspired by seeing someone, you know, David Bowie on stage as Ziggy Stardust. You you can't help but be inspired by that act of creating something wild and on the edges. Yeah, it gives you like a boost of courage to do the things that you want to do, whether it's like quitting your job or like posting something on Instagram that you might be like, oh, I'm scared to like post this thing that I put like painted or whatever it might be. Like when you see someone do their expression mm. to like a thousandth degree, when you see like someone setting themselves on fire on stage, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I can probably like post that Instagram story today. It's not going to be that <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'll survive yeah. yeah it kind of puts things in perspective a little bit maybe as well that some of the things that we worry about are really not that big a deal they're really not particularly when we are just acting out of who we are you know yeah it's like the cliche of like life is just too short like mm. It's too short to be bored by not being just who you want to be. Yeah. And I think, I think it's really easy to say as well, like, oh, just be who you want to be and be yourself. And like, I think that can really overlook the complexity and like the privilege that comes with that expression and that time and space to be able to do those things as well. Um, so I don't say it like heartedly. It's like, I say it knowing that, it's going to be the most difficult option in most cases to like a varying degree. Mm, That's a really important um, and valuable thing to bring up. Thank you. What would you say to people who are kind of like, well, why would I want to, (laughs) why would I want to go down the most difficult path then? Mm. I mean, yeah, it's like the, the most difficult path again for everyone is like wildly, wildly different, but I guess the thing is like the thing of like, oh, if it's a, if it's a scary thing to do the the thing, what you want to do, if it's a scary thing to express yourself, if it's scary to like jump out and really go for whatever it is that your, your dream or that your fantasy life might be. I think like radical honesty about it in, in terms of like, okay, well, what is my life like if I don't do that thing? Mm. Like, for me, like being afraid to like go full time on my art and quit my job, it was always like almost as if the most motivating thing wasn't like, oh my God, it's gonna, it'll be so, it could be so good. Mm. Like it, all of the things that I could do if I did it could be so good. I actually think the most motivating thing was like, yeah, but if I don't do it, like it's gonna just be this. Mm. Like, working corporate jobs, like feeling unfulfilled, feeling like bored as fuck, like maybe like having a couple of holidays and feeling excited about that. Maybe like being able to spend a bit of time on the weekends painting, like 
as as like normal and benign as that can seem like accepting that that would just be my life just indefinitely was like oh shit no like, yeah yeah <laughs> figure out an alternative because like I'm not settling mm, and sometimes mm. it's a thing that even isn't that awful but like that you sure. just don't want to settle for can be the biggest motivating factor yeah for uncomfortableness because mm. then like the uncomfortableness of change which is always going to be uncomfortable because it's different and that's the point of course but like that feels exciting mm. what the uncomfortableness that doesn't feel exciting is like the stagnation and living in fear. Yeah, so, so true. Sweating my balls, fear with like <laughs> doing new things compared to like whatever that alternative. Yeah, is. yeah, that's a really good perspective on discomfort. Actually, it's like we so often go to the discomfort of the unknown rather than the discomfort of the persisting known that we actually don't want. Absolutely. (laughs) Mm, mm. And would you say as well, you know, living more creatively unlocks or not necessarily unlocks, but gives us access to those opposing states of being from, you know, the opposite of bored as fuck, being inspired as fuck, you know, Um, being lit up, being you know, electrified is the word that I would use. Um, do, you, do you see art as a, a conduit for those types of feelings? Absolutely. Like you have to make yourself available for that. Like even looking back, like when I was working like 50, 60 hours a week and like, oh, I just want to feel inspired. I want to feel motivated and like going to, down those like rabbit holes so easily because it, you know, it was something that I was, fucking desperate for mm. but it's only like in hindsight that I can see like dude like inspiration and motivation is not like a thing that can just knock on your door and show up for you like you have to make yourself available for it and like yeah that does come from like a lot of discomfort mm. and like that discomfort can be like pushing yourself to do new things and for me like a lot of the time now that discomfort is just like I'm just going to show up. I'm going to sit down to create in some way every single day. And most days, like, it's not going to flow easily. And I'm not waiting to feel like a jolt of inspiration before, like, I sit myself down to be available for it. Yeah. And, like, make it part of just, like, my life and my practice and not be, yeah, not so tied to, not feeling like I'm at a whim of, anything that's external to me just being like no matter what like I'm showing up to create what I want to create mm. and that's the only priority that I need to have yeah and it's and it's radical self-responsibility as well right you know I hear this a lot in people who are maybe a bit skeptical of it and one of the things I often hear is like I don't have time to create as much as I want to all those external things or maybe those states of being we don't want the 50 to 60 hour uh you know hours a week job the all the other stuff it's like I don't have time for it and I often hear people get quite um almost aggressive about it sort of like it's it, it's a fantasy um it's all you yeah. know it's, it's just a fantasy but the those excuses I guess or those blocks or those um those things that are getting in the way it doesn't mean that the 
the act of creating is not still there for you. Even if it is taking five minutes, it's almost like the, you're seeing that as the problem. It's actually the solution. Yeah. And like, it's like the, the blocks, how to see them as like, there are defense mechanisms. It's like ways that we're trying to keep ourselves safe. And I definitely do think when it comes to like time and having that as like, it's a, it is a very li- real limitation. Like there's shit you can do about it, but it's real. And like, I understand that like, I am single, I live alone. I don't have any kids. Like I work full time. Like time has never been of more of like, uh, more abundant to me than it is now. And I understand like people are in vastly different situations. So I can't just be like, just spend seven hours, like get yourself into like, <laughs> vibe and then spend another 10 hours like letting the colors spill out onto the canvas like <laughs> people have shit to do I fucking love people. how real you are yes yes it's it's fucking <laughs> reality yeah can delete out of their calendar you yes. know but then it all it always comes that back to that discomfort thing it's like how how can you like in the minimal time that you have may have available, what can you switch out? What can you switch? I guess one thing for another thing, it's Mm. always about trade. It's always about some level of discomfort, whether that is, if that does have to be like waking up super early, going to bed late, like Mm. the amount of times I would work like a 14 hour day and then be like, and now it's time for painting. (laughs) Um, And yeah, like, sometimes there isn't an easy solution sometimes Mm. there isn't a way where you can where you can like wave a magic wand and someone's life can they can automatically have like 100% quiet time and like like time to create something Mm. but that's when it comes down to that person having to be like look it's responsibility again like life is the way it is people have different privileges people have different disadvantages and limitations but okay what am I going to do about where I am at right now Mm. as much as there can be all of these things it all has to come down to like you in your life making a decision yeah and that decision is going to be easier for some people than it is for other people yeah but then it's like all right what are we going to do with it Mm. And how can I think maybe outside the box to, you know, if I don't have all that time to sit and create or whatever the limitations are, maybe bringing the question back a step to how can I live more creatively? And that might just be as simple as, you know, let's say your routine at the moment, you tend to kind of sit down after dinner and watch an hour on Netflix is it as simple as changing what you watch on Netflix? Maybe not even switching out the act of watching Netflix, but maybe it's like not just sitting and, you know, watching some show. Maybe you end up watching a documentary about an artist that inspires you or or maybe it is a show because you're super inspired by the cinematography or the act, whatever it might be. Like how can we actually engage with the things we're doing more creatively? Yeah, it, it's like cutting out the noise, like mm. cutting out the bullshit. What stuff am I doing that I don't really want to be doing, but it's just like habitual. Like I remember I used to have like a 40 minute commute in London, like to get to work. And 
yeah, it's super easy to just like fucking zone out because I'd be so exhausted. <laughs> yeah. But then I was like, okay, like, what do I actually want to be doing? Like, what am I, what am I trying to squeeze into my day? Mm. So then I'd be like cramped up on the train, like making notes on my phone <laughs> and like things that I want to do. And like with my notebook out on like my lunch breaks and mm. it can be like, yeah, but you're filling every single second with a thing. And this is exhausting. Yeah. But for me at that time, I was like, yeah, but I've got an end goal that I want to get to. There's a reason why I'm doing this stuff now. Um, and I'm willing to, I guess, sacrifice rest or sacrifice like passive brain time mm-hmm. or just fucking thrilled to pass, like sacrifice a lot yeah. of that passive brain <laughs> yeah. time to like prioritize the thing that I actually wanted to be doing. Mm. Mm. For sure. And how, let's put the actual act of creating aside for a moment. How, what sort of things do you do in your life to just live more creatively mm. um I think definitely like tr- like presence mm-hmm. in like whatever you're doing because I the way I'm starting to really understand creativity and uh, understand like the whole it's all the whole like journey not the destination thing right mm-hmm. like the cringiest shit is always like, the truth. <laughs> yeah it's, it's a like, cliche for a reason right <laughs> right it's, like, the point isn't again to like make a painting or have this finished like project or product the point has to be like how it feels to make the thing like how does it feel when like these colors are blending together and that can be like how does it feel when I'm like making my morning coffee when I'm going for a walk I'm like actually feeling this thing or am I like okay I've got like 30 minutes to do a walk and then I have to go here and then like I'm ticking off like these these things and it can be I can I feel myself like even now where I'm like filling my days with all of the things that I want to do I can feel myself being like right this 90 minute hot yoga class is not going fast enough because I have these calls to be on <laughs> and I go to the post office and whatever it is so it's like dude you're doing the things you want to do this is like life right now like stop putting the goal away and that can come back to down like oh when I reach this goal when I've like got this when I'm driving my Tesla like (laughs) life will feel like this no like just come back to where we are now we are creating now Mm. this is it yeah this is is it yep all we have is now Yeah. yeah yeah I love that. I love that. I think so many people listening are going to be able to resonate with that hot yoga example because (laughs) we all do it, right? We'll be in the middle of something and it could be something that we have said we've been wanting to do, but we are still, even Mm. still future tripping on what's next or the schedule or, you know, that's uh, the monkey mind kind of takes over. So I think a lot of people are going to be able to resonate with that for sure. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, to close this out, Gabby, I'd love to ask you the three questions that I ask all my guests. Um, So just first thing to come to mind, your most memorable creative experience. Oh, oh. First one that came to mind was, okay, literally just before I left London, um, I was asked to do a mural. And I'd never fucking done a mural before and had no idea like how to do it or how to pin on like a piece of <laughs> But I was immediately like, yeah, I can do a mural. <laughs> of course I and, can. Yeah. Um, 
and that was maybe like the first like really big time of like first being paid to create something that <laughs> I didn't know that I could do but that someone like had seen the things I'd made and been like oh yeah you can do that we want your work we want your art like when I'm in a very like public yes. way um and yeah then just being able to like spend a full weekend like getting paid to create mm. was like like again like that presence thing of like oh shit I'm doing it like the fucking dream's happening like <laughs> yeah it. like I don't know what I'm doing I'm figuring it out but like <laughs> happening now yeah yeah that's fucking cool and I like what you say there because that's a reminder to everyone out there that you know it's again to use the fucking cliche the journey not the destination getting that thing that you want or or living the way that you wanted or the dream coming to fruition doesn't necessarily mean that it's in this like neat little package and you know exactly what you're doing and it's like this you know, really put together moment, you know, you've just said, this is the dream and I still don't know what the fuck I'm doing, but it's cool. <laughs> so that's what you're going to take, right? The present moment. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Question two, which artists inspire you the most? Ooh, okay. I mean, I've already named dropped him, can't resist it, but <laughs> Kanye West is like my biggest inspiration ever. Um... Andre 3000, Pharrell, um, Erica Badu, Amy Winehouse, a lot of musicians, clearly. Um, Andy Warhol, I'm obsessed with. Mm. Yayoi Kasama. Yeah. What is it about those artists? They're all very specifically themselves. Mm. And like, it's almost like their art is their thing but also their personality who they are their expression is as much like an extension of the things that they create yes they're like identities is their art in it in itself and that's like oh mm. your whole life can be your art like yes yes like i just got a little <laughs> a little kind of goosebumpy at that idea i'm like shit we need to do another episode and just talk about that because <laughs> that's so, that's yeah oh Yes, love that. I'm fully, fully <laughs> on board and totally not blowing smoke up your ass, but I see you doing that as well. Um, you know, I really see you are not just an artist with the paintings that you make and the cards that you make and the products, the physical things. Like I, I see you as a identity, um, as art as well. You kind of live your art. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm not just saying that to, to kiss your ass. <laughs> It's always like, like the things that the people who inspire us the most, the things that were inspired most, like that's because that's what we want to emulate. Yeah. So it's like, even if you're only doing it in like one tenth of the degree of somebody else, like that's why we're inspired by those people. Cause it's like, we want to be that thing ourselves. Mm. Like we're trying to figure out like how to do that thing ourselves. Right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Last question, Gabby, take us out a piece of art that you're consuming and loving right now. Ooh, um, Donda by Kanye. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that. <laughs> There's a theme going. Um, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty epic, right? I mean, that's really the only word for it. And for those of you out there who are not Kanye fans or you don't know what Donda <laughs> is, just go and go and do some Googling and some research, just see what he has been creating because whether you like Kanye or not, it's big scale, big, big yeah. scale. And it is wild and it is 
bringing what some people would say is impossible into reality. Like it's, it's, it is creating the, it's creating fantasy, right? Absolutely. And like to, to be able to like market and like manufacture this much attention Mm. is insane. Like just the understanding of like how humans work and how to like attract people to your art like there's so much to take away from just observing it like yeah from the point where you don't even have to be a fan of someone to appreciate like this is big like there's a lot this there's no way you can't be like inspired in like a, a tiny little way of just seeing someone do something in such a big way exactly that is like that is backing yourself that is like being the biggest fan of yourself that you're like mm-hmm. no I'm gonna do like this in the biggest scale I'm going to repeat it three times yeah make up my own rules in the way that this thing like scrap everything about the way that this thing should work like this is the way that feels most fun yeah 100% like just being inspired by the fact that someone's pulled it off yeah Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) ridiculous yeah amazing well Gabby thank you so much for being here and sharing your thoughts it's um yeah, always, always good to speak to you and everybody you can find Gabby online at Gabriella Rosie on Instagram, on her website, go and check her out, um, follow her art, follow her identity. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Gabby, so much. Thank you.